I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Hi, everybody. Guess what today is? It's V-Day. V-Day for Volva. For St. Valentino. Oh, the day of romance or the day of fuck you romance. Or the day that Cupid's arrow penetrates you deeply. Or the day where I say, I'm just going to bait all day. I like it. Yeah. But I'm not obviously right now because I'm recording, but this is also a week before. You are baiting. (laughs) I didn't know. Like Sex and the City. I did not "Um, consent. I just masturbated for two days or whatever. I don't remember. Because she she didn't come out of her house. Yeah. With no, the, that was a different one. That oh. was the rabbit habit that oh, is no yeah. longer available by Vibratex, I think. Oh. But yeah, but that was Charlotte getting addicted to her vibrator and they all had to do like it go in there and, and break her out. But no. Uh, Which one? Samantha? Samantha. She she's, was the one that masturbated. She's using like a wand. I think it's like a, a magic wand. And she's like just and she's just bragging about like, oh, I just masturbated all day. <laughs> I have watched the, each episode of uh, Shameless Sex. Shameless Sex uh, too. All I have above. watched it all uh, of Sex in the City probably at least two to three times each you know, used to have it on dvd a few of the seasons yeah back in the day like back, in the back day. when you had dvds <laughs> yes and it was like the only series you really owned i know and i watch it over and over again yes, dun, you dun, dun, dun. well you know my, when i knew just on the topic of sex and shows harlem have you watched that yet Mm-mm. on amazon no so good they just recently released season two but it's only the first couple episodes but i like it better than sex and city i need to really stop watching crime shows oh yeah you do you should watch sex shows you know what they took (laughs) off the show legendary off of hbo i I mentioned it and i didn't tell people on the air uh it got taken off which i'm so sad because there were three seasons the last season was amazing and i want wanted to watch it again and it was removed and then i saw a big reddit thread about uh that they haven't sold it to another company yet so it hopefully will be available again because i loved that shit yeah so good maybe it'll come back i hope so yeah i'll pop up on netflix not sponsored by netflix everyone or hbo uh but you should all check out harlem because it's really sexy and it's women of color in harlem and it is just so well done and it makes me horny you know and that's kind of rare for me so all right anyways (laughs) so salt lake city we're coming in you SLC baby. When are we coming into you in Salt Lake City, April? The end of February 2023, the date of our because we're teaching a workshop yep. and it is February 25th. It's a Saturday, everyone, a Saturday and it will be uh really we haven't done that in 2 or 3 years. 2020, I think it will be no, no, 2019. Yeah. So almost three and a half years. Yeah, I don't remember the time. I think I want to say around like 5:36 around the 25th and we'll be at Blue Boutique. We love the sex shop Blue Boutique. They have multiple stores in Salt Lake City. They're like family to us. We love them to death. As uh, sorry, in April said we're returning to teach. We're teaching G spots, P spots and backdoor love. And basically it's penetration 101 open to everyone. Any and everyone and just in case you're uncomfortable you've never been into a sex shop before and you're not sure you live in salt lake city and you're not sure what it would be like their store is beautiful it's you walk in it's a lot of amazing clothing and lingerie and then the lots of good toys toys in a in a room because legally you can't have a full 
toy. Sex shop. Yeah, toy. And Only every, sex. And, and every section of the toy. So mostly clothing. And then in the back room, there are toys, but yep. good toys. So if you want to come in person to the workshop, you have to go to the Sugar House location in Salt Lake City to buy tickets. It's limited amount of tickets. I think it's about 30 of them. And if you want to come and maybe stay at home or you don't live in Salt Lake City, you can go to Blue Boutiques. I think it's Sexy Blue Boutique on Facebook. Uh, and you can sign up online and then you can be essentially, I believe, live with us while we're teaching, but just not in person. Like you'll be... Someone will film us. Yeah, someone will be on the camera. Because yeah. there's not a lot of room for a lot of people and we've sold out every time we've done anything over there. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so Even excited. Even when we back. didn't get to do the actual workshop in 2020... It was selling out and then we had to cancel because of the, the bid. The bid. Yeah. Uh, and also, everyone, just so you know, my birthday is like the following Monday. Oh, so yeah. you should probably come just to say happy birthday to me. It could be a good birthday present to me. Come to the show uh, either online or in person. Happy birthday, Amy. I know I'm that self-centered. OK, so it's OK. That's good. You have to celebrate yourself. Yeah. Celebrate. Turning 38. What? What? OK, Ooh. so at the end of the show, as we've done the last number of episodes, and I think we only have a couple more where we're doing this, we're sharing uh, we've called them trailers, sizzlers, but in person, I'm going to call it them. Jay said we should call them appetizers. I love it. And it is a appetizer, a taste of another podcast that is part of our podcast network. And this one is sex talk with my mom. We love sex talk with my mom. We love you, Cam. Cam is one of the, well, he created the podcast network that we're part of pleasure podcast. And he's talking fun sex talk with his mom, Karen, right? Almost like yes. Carol. He's Karen. a comedian. And he also was a mime. A meme. A meme. A meme. <laughs> Sorry, he mime. Was, he might be a meme out there as well, uh, but he was a mime. <laughs> Can we make you a meme, Cam? Yeah, that, right now. that was a really uh, that was a really pretty that was a pretty thing to say. I know I turned bright red when I said I was like, oh, I'm embarrassed now. So from Jay, who said we should say appetizer. So by the way, everyone, stay tuned. Don't tune out at the end so you can hear about this awesome podcast that you might want to listen to. But Jay said if you decide to use it. Uh, this the appetizer thing. I'll gladly receive my shameless sex branded butt plug through the mail. Just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we don't have any shameless sex branded butt plugs. Not yet. yet. <laughs> that, but that's not to say we won't. Soon. Soon. So. All right. So here's the sex question. Are you ready? I changed yeah. the name just for you, April. I think okay. you'll like it. I'm Scooter. You're a fireman. And I just wanted to say that you two are beautiful, gorgeous, and sexy looking ladies. I just wanted to ask your opinion on a fireman who will wear pantyhose, stockings, and panties with a bra for a small group of ladies serving drinks and snacks for those ladies dressed like that and then go to each lady and caress massage kiss and worship their silky hose legs feet toes and heels for all of them so wait what's the, <laughs> what's the question what do you think about it oh i think that's great i also love the placement of the word hose in there's coming from a fireman a fire, oh. a fire person Ooh. so that was clever very clever well scooter uh, i didn't know that we had our own fire on. we have our own fireman wow named scooter this is so cool and plus the name scooter you know, I, I'm I mean, a I huge changed fan. the name to Scooter. Whenever I meet a person named Scott, I'm like, can I call you Scooter? Yeah. And they're like, no. Scooter, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> you love Scooter. So Scooter, uh, I think you're awesome. I'm really curious about this whole vision here. So you wear pantyhose, stockings, and panties, a bra. And then we all wear the same. Or I'm, I don't know if we're invited, actually. I assume April and I are invited to this. But the 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 ladies that you are serving, who you are massaging. Drinks and snacks, by the way. Yeah, serving drinks and snacks. I love drinks and snacks, by the way. Um, you're massaging, kissing, worshiping their silky hose legs, feet, and toes, and heels. So we're all wearing the same outfit. Uh, and, I, and I like this. Uh, and I'm really, this is no judgment. 
So tell me more, Scooter, about why you like to wear the things too. And then you want to touch the things that other people are wearing while wearing the things like the pantyhose and all those things. Are you wearing heels too, by the way? I don't know if you said that. I don't. There's so many different variations of what you could do and puns you could say for having a fireman put out that fire Ooh. up on your pantyhose. <laughs> Where's the hose for my pantyhose? Yeah. No, talking about hose, like an actual hose oh, to put fire out. That's what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Your pantyhose. I thought this one was just fun. We don't really have much of an answer other than you're awesome. And as, lo- uh, sure. as long as it's consensual. Yes. As long as all the, the humans that are there, including you, are a big yes to everything that's happening throughout the entire experience before, during, and after, fuck yes. Do you need a helmet? Do you need a fire helmet? I'd wear the helmet because, you know, I get in accidents a lot. I can't Just in make, case. I fall over and I'm a little clumsy. And do you need one of the suspended pants? But no top? Sexy. That is actually quite nice. That's hot. I like that look. All right. Read the bio now. All right. Thanks, Scooter. Thank you, Scooter. All right. Dr. Sonia Bellani specializes in urology and pelvic pain. She takes a holistic, patient-centric approach and listens to her patients to gain a deep understanding of their challenges. She has been featured in Cosmopolitan, Romper, Life Hacker, and The Dr. Oz Show. She is author of the newly released book, Dr. Sonia's Guide to Navigating Pelvic Pain, Result-Oriented Strategies for Better Quality of Life, now available where all books are sold. To learn more, visit pelvicpaindoc.com. All right, everyone, it is episode time, and we are here today with Sonia Balani. I said it right, Balani. Yes, Sonia, Sonia Balani, and Sonia is here to teach us all about uh, pain with sex, how to not have pain with sex. Why does this even happen? What can we do on our own at home? What can we do working with medical professionals? Uh, how we can be better, more supportive lovers for partners who are experiencing pain with sex. Um, and if this is something that you're not even dealing with in your life, just so you know, it might come up later. So this is very valuable information to have. So we always start with the same prompt, Sonia, can you please tell us how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because sexual health is like kind of considered new in this day and age when it's really not. I mean, sexual health has been an important part of all of our health for a really long time. I mean, it affects your cardiovascular health, it affects your mental health, it affects your neuromuscular health, but we're just learning more about it in medicine as we kind of come along. When I was doing my training, I remember sitting in clinic and we would have, and I did my training in GYN, you know, so we'd have patients come in and they'd say, talk about all the issues that they're having. And then at the end, kind of like, oh, by the way, I actually can sometimes have pain with sex. And I would always remember the attendings being like, oh, totally fine. Have a glass of wine before, or you know what, just like deep breathe or something, or this is probably a urological issue. I'm going to go ahead and send you to someone else. And so patients ended up just getting tossed around. And as they would come back, that was like the one issue that was never really being treated properly. So when I went into my fellowship, which is like the next part of training for doctors, I did it in both urology and gynecology and thought the best specialization that's probably the most needed in this day and age is sexual health. And so that's what I focused on. And I think it is just an awesome field because I never have to tell my patients, like, you need to go somewhere else. I'm like, we're going to handle it and we're going to talk about it right now. I mean, it affects their entire being. And so I think it's just great. Wow, that's incredible. I love that you dove into something that was needed instead of going in a direction of the normalcy where people... We, we've talked to urologists on 
the show, a few of them. Uh, and we've also spoken to some, we've had a couple of OBGYNs, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Right. Um, we've done so many episodes. I struggle to remember that now. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so your specific field is really important. And I think this episode, primarily we're focusing on vulva owners, right? Not penis owners. Yeah. Okay. Which is, yeah. yeah. So, e but even if you're listening and you're partnered with a, with a vulva owner, this could also help you this information that we're going to obtain from Sonia. So let's talk about pain with sex for these vulva owners and it, whether or not, as Amy said, experiencing it now, or perhaps you could experience it in the future. Um, what, but what are some of the reasons this can happen? So, I mean, and that's such a great point, because if you look at the data, they say about 75% of vulva owners will experience pain at some point in their life. So, I mean, like, and yeah. that number, that's a big number, right? But if you think about it, that number is probably also underrated simply because sexual health is so stigmatized. So most people are not reporting their symptoms when they go to the doctor. You know what I mean? They're kind of like, mm, this is something that I just hope will go away. So, I mean... It's so important on that end, but there's so many different causes of it because, you know, you take a look at the vulva or the vagina and I mean, there's skin there, right? So there could be dermatologic issues that are causes for, for sexual pain, which people don't even realize there can be neuromuscular issues. There can be infectious issues. There can be, um, issues with the bladder issues with the rectum. I mean, there's so many different things going on in that area, but it's kind of important to talk about because in my practice or kind of like seeing what happens in treating these symptoms, if you can actually come to a root cause, like really figure out what's the cause of pain, then you can completely treat people like to an extent where they're like a hundred percent better. So, yeah. Wow. We, we've talked about this on a show with a number of doctors you, and you kind of, you started this with the fact that a lot of people aren't fully sharing that, you know, not fully disclosing because sex can be a hard conversation to have with people. Hence why we have a podcast called Shameless Sex and people like you on it. Um, and so this isn't exactly in our like our question roster, but I'm curious if you are someone who um, is experiencing pain during sex, what are some things that are, would be an easy way to share that with your doctor or what would you what would be a good thing for doctors or medical professionals to ask their patients? Like what are what should our expectations be or what can we share in a way that's like not really scary? That's such a good question. I, number one, I think the first thing is actually feeling comfortable with your medical provider. You know what I mean? Like if you walk into a room and you're like, I'm not sure I really want to share anything. I mean, I know it, you really kind of got to trust your gut on that one. But as providers, stuff that we can do is number one, ask about sex. Like, I think the worst thing that we do is we just don't ask about it. We're like, so when was your last pap? Any, any infections? But no one ever goes on to be like, so how's your sex life? You know, are you into it? Do you want to have sex? How's your libido? How's what's up with arousal? Like people don't even ask general questions like that. But if you break it down, then you can totally get to like, understanding a little bit more about where these things are coming from. You know, I mean, I even delve into the nitty gritty, like, are you having any discomfort with sex? It might not even be pain. It can be discomfort. How do you know when to seek care for that? You know what I mean? Is there pain with initial penetration, deep penetration? Are there certain positions? Because all of this stuff makes a difference. And I think as, as medical professionals, we have to start asking about this more because if we don't, it's an entire entity that's going underdiagnosed or misdiagnosed. And then I see patients in their sixties and seventies who are having the best sex of their life because when they were in their twenties, thirties, and forties, no one talked to them about it, you know? 
the only questions I've ever been asked now that I think about it, because I guess I've never really thought about it pointedly is, uh, what contraception are you using? Because you're having, are you having sex? Are you having, do you have more than one partner? And then what kind of contraception are you using? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the only questions about sex have ever been asked. Right. I bring it up though. I'm like, yo, my sex life, it's good. Or, Ooh, I got some, I got this weird rash right here. Can you check that out? Right. But even when you're talking about contraception, like what if you don't like your IUD? What if you don't like the condom you're using? What if, you know, like there's so many different things you can do to change that up and to like make the process a lot better, but it's so true. Contraception is the biggest one that we always like that. That's always highlighted. Well, I was joking about the rash, by the way. I just, I just threw that in there for you. <laughs> it's got a big old rash. I saw it right I yesterday. With that. Well, and then, <laughs> and this actually goes hand in hand with what's happening in the comprehensive sex education world. They talk about all the like not so great stuff, STIs, STDs, pregnancy, uh, and pregnancy can be great, everyone, but not pleasure. You know, not like here's how are your orgasms? How's your libido? Here's how you can have bigger orgasms, better or- orgasms or a orgasm, how to touch and be touched and to speak your truth about what you want. And so like the, this has been this is missing in so many fields. And I personally have encountered a number of doctors that, that actually do ask deeper questions like Remy, who's been on our show. Right. She's a nurse practitioner. And, and she now has moved offices to um, a different, she used to work for like a big corporate office here that was just kind of like, she had to see, you know, 15 patients in a day and, uh, and she still really care about them. And now she actually works for an office where they, they are going deep in all these questions. It's on a questionnaire when you go there and she's really yep. engaging about these things. So I think things this is with so pleasure. Important. She's adding pleasure, pleasure to the roster. To, yeah. Libido, nice. arousal, you know, pleasure, enjoyment. Um, yeah, there's, so, but, but this is not all, all places. And I think this is important. Um, and then also I think to speaking to what's really, really scary. One thing that reminds me of like when April and I used to work in a, in a retail store, a sex shop. So people will walk into uh-huh. the sex shop and think, Oh my God, it's so scary to ask these people working there about what I want. What if someone sees me in here to remind people that the doctor's office, similar experience as what, as the sex shop, the people working there are there to talk to you about these things. The other people you see there are there for similar reasons. So just like, at least for me, that helps. So I'm like, okay, it's really scary to ask for this thing. I remind myself the people are there and are hopefully at least somewhat versed in being able to have these hard conversations. It's so true. And I mean, I, you know, kind of going back to the other thing that you said, I always say that to my patients. I'm like, the absence of pain is not pleasure. So yeah, we're trying to get you out of pain, but that also doesn't mean that you're feeling pleasure, right? So it's an important aspect of sexual health. But then number two, even when, like you said, the comfort level, when you walk in and knowing that everyone is there for somewhat of a similar reason, but it's our job, I think, as providers and like mentioning all this great stuff to be able to say, you know, even if you're uncomfortable, this is a partnership. This is, you know, me and you kind of like tackling this issue. You might not be comfortable with some of the stuff that I'm going to ask you to do. So you can tell me that. And then I can kind of change my plan for you because you just don't want to do the same thing for everyone. You know what I mean? Um, Especially because sex is so different for everyone. Like you think about even like sex is not just penetration, right? I mean, it involves a whole plethora of intimacy that is often not discussed. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's great that you guys have this because you just, yeah. I like that you say plethora. <laughs> I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Plethora. Plethora. No, I yeah. plethora. It almost sounds like, <laughs> is it like a tool when you say process or pro, 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 process? Processes. Processes. Tomato. Uh, I say, Tomato. yeah, but I like plethora. <laughs> I'm going to change the way I say that now. It sounds so fabulous. Okay. So I know this is sort of an open-ended and sort of an ambiguous question, but because there's so many different 
pieces of pain people could have. Uh, what, but what can people do at home to have less pain? Are there tips and tricks that you can share with us? Yeah. I mean, number one, I think the first part is like monitoring your discomfort when you're having sex. So if you're having pain when you have sex or even discomfort, because I don't want to say pain because some people might just feel like not complete pain, but feel like, oh, this doesn't feel so good. That's something to note, right? And if it's happening consistently, it's really something to kind of keep your mind on and then kind of think about the sexual cycle. So am I having discomfort when I'm aroused and I'm having discomfort with initial penetration? Do I have discomfort with orgasm, with deep penetration, with certain positions? Because if you can kind of narrow this down, then there's a ton of stuff. You could even do like tips and tricks at home. So like, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone talks about lubricants and it's probably something I'm sure we'll talk about a little bit more because it's, it's a question I get a lot. I'm sure you guys have had it on the show a ton, but like, I personally believe we should all be using lubricants. It's really yeah. it's a fun way to experience sex. There's different types of lubricants that can, we can be using. I mean, now there's like CBD lubricants, there's aloe vera lubricants, there's water-based, there's silicone-based. I mean, there's a ton of different like things that you can use to try to like enhance the sexual process. But to speak to that, there are certain exercises like hip opener exercises that are super like helpful in terms of if you're having discomfort with sex to increase blood flow to the area, changing positionings at with your partner or like kind of talking through what feels good, what feels different. And there are certain positions in the data, which we can get into kind of nerdy, but like interesting that can be more helpful if you're experiencing any pain with intercourse. Um, and then also there's certain like instruments and like dilators and stuff that people use that are particularly helpful. In my practice, there's medications that we can put you on orally. There's topical medications. I mean, in my office, and I'm sure you guys have heard of this for some patients, I even have to do Botox to the area. And that's like super helpful with enhancing sexual health. But, um, I know, maybe I didn't answer that question, but there's just so many things going through my head. (laughs) Wait, there's a dilator set that we used to have at Pure Pleasure that was kind of a vibe. It was a vibrator. It's the Fomani, Fomani, I think was the brand. And it it had multiple sizes. I don't know if it was like like a, it's like a, almost like a bullet shape, right? Like it's like a a longer bullet shape. Right. It has a tapered head. Yeah. Those are those dilators that you suggest, or are there other, other medical ones that you, There's so many different ones. I mean, there's medical ones and then there's ones that people will bring in from their sex shop when they come to see me. I always suggest like bringing it with you to your appointment if you have Mm. just because sometimes like you guys might see this when you worked in the sex shop. A lot of times you don't know how to use things. We all have the same tools. It's just how you use them. So if you have someone who's more familiar with it, be like, I think it's going to work better if you sequentially dilate up like this and then you use the vibrator and and that's like opens this whole new world for people. Yeah, You know what I mean? We used to do that. Um, at pure pleasure for sure we would talk to them but we were more, more of like an education based sex shop uh, and mm-hmm. and we had the different ones so the ones with my understanding is the ones that with with vibrations because you don't have to have vibrations for a dilator set but vibrations bring more blood flow and arousal to an area that, as long as it feels nice on your body and so that can really help to bring the blood there and then you can use and then and we would teach them using the dilator isn't necessarily like you just stick it in um, we were teaching more like a, a well lubed circular motion to kind of open up and relax the tissue um, and we have a bunch actually at purepleasureshop.com i think there is a whole section on dilators and there's different sets in the there. section or something it's, or i think it's under sexual health and wellness oh, okay. but you can find it on there um and like, like maybe it's like kegels and dilators or something like that and if you all want to go look that up go to purepleasureshop.com you get 15 percent off with coupon code shameless sex as well i love that you, you guys can't probably see me but i'm doing little claps in the background <laughs> that's really important because i really don't think a lot of like 
sex shops, so to speak, actually even talk about things like that. And we should, because this, this should be out there. This education should be out there, but definitely using that circular motion is super helpful. Vibration is helpful. Now they even have certain dilators that are like temperature controlled. So sometimes Mm -hmm. for a lot of patients, heat is really helpful to increase blood flow, like you were saying, and then kind of different techniques of using vibrators and dilators, you know, like making sure you're really well lubricated. What position are you in? You don't want to just be standing, placing dilators in, you know, you really want to be laying back. You really want to have your knees up kind of towards your chest, you know, like just enhancing the whole experience, but essentially making sure that you're opening up that area. Those CBD suppositories, we, because Foria, Foria Foria was our sponsor and they sent us a a bunch of different fun things. And I loved the blood flow that I felt after I would insert the suppository and it actually really would feel, and it, it, and it would, it smelled really good too, because it had like this nutty aroma because I think it's like almond oil or something or or they really work because I think the CBD maybe helps with, and blood flow is everything and inflammation when inflammation happens, but you, so I think decreasing certain things that are inflammatory is, is helpful, but also having those options. And we talk about Uber Lube all the time because it's awesome. Like I bring Uber Lube to my gyno appointments. I'm like, don't use whatever you have back there. Yeah. Use this when you insert the speculum. Thank you. Uh, and they will. You can bring your own lube because you don't know what, what they're using. If they're using Vaseline or some shit that's like... How do you feel about Vaseline? I'm, no. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm no. a big no to Vaseline. No. Well, Vaseline also like closes up those pores. It alters vaginal pH which changes the microbiome and the amount of lactobacillus, which is that good bacteria that want protecting the area, you know? Um, I love that point about CBD that you brought up though, because this was part of some some interesting studies that we've been looking at because I have the Foria stuff in my office too. And I try to carry things that I think are really data-driven so that I can like explain it to patients and be like, oh yeah, there's science behind this, you know? Mm-hmm. But with CBD and like CBD, like they have a CBD sex oil too. I'm, I don't know if you guys have tried that, but I like mm-hmm. that. Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Um, but there's cannabinoid receptors in our vaginas and vulvas. Okay. And these receptors, they're cannabinoid two receptors actually, like you said, which you knew decrease inflammation, which is super helpful for patients who may have symptoms of inflammation in their vulva. So like if after you have sex, have, have you ever experienced been like, Oh, it's kind of like itchy down there. I don't think you have an infection, but just something feels off. Well, that's an alteration in the pH that's increase in inflammation, but by utilizing some of these products that kind of understand that science, it's super helpful, especially for patients who may be having a little bit of pain with intercourse, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm a big fan of incorporating things like like the CBD sex oil, like I think Foria is a great company. I love Uber Lube too. Uber Lube, I like good, yeah. uh, you know? <laughs> that stuff is really good. Yeah. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. 
engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, Shameless Sex Fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also... Let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. You, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> what about swelling after sex? Like your vulva swelling? Because that happens to me from time to time. Sometimes I have to throw a bag of peas on it. Because is it I'm like, like from a, like a hard <laughs> pounding session? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's been, if, I've, if it's been a few days and I haven't had any, uh, any sort of pressure or um rubbing on my on my vulva but i'm curious because i i I can't imagine i'm the only person that experiences this if i am then fuck well put me under a microscope and study me okay uh because (laughs) i'm just curious because because that's not necessarily pain during sex but afterward it's uncomfortable That's such a great point and such a common thing. And that's really, people don't realize it, but that's a neuromuscular reaction. So like, you know how you're describing, you're like, oh, sometimes it can happen. Like if I haven't had sex in a, or haven't had like, you know, like some action in a little while, well, those muscles start to tighten up. They can start to spasm. And when they start to spasm and you have any type of penetration, whether with a toy, whether with a finger, whether with a penis, it can actually, after the fact, cause that area to spasm up. That spasming increases inflammation and causes that swelling. Do you see what I'm saying? So you feel kind of like that throbbing, or you may say like, I want to put a P like, I want to put peas or ice on there. And that feels a lot better because ice decreases inflammation. So that's okay to do the icing of my vulva. You're not freezing your It's hilarious. I'm just like walking around with a bag of peas. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's like what I had to do. You got that surgery in my Bartholin's man. I know. I remember. That's painful. It actually wasn't that bad. The surgery wasn't that bad, but yeah, no bag of peas to the rescue. (laughs) Everyone. And you know, they have like those little like ice packs. Like sometimes I'll tell patients, put like a little bit of ice in a condom or like, um, they have like the little private packs where you can just kind of put them right up on there and put it on your underwear. So no one sees it in case you have to like walk outside. Smart. Oh my God. So many things for the swollen pussy. Okay. So I have a question for you. Um, so what about, so we're talking about what people can do at home. 
What about when people work with a specialist such as you? What kind of med- medical technology is out there? You know, what are, and we'll talk more about your offerings later, but like, what is, what are the things that people could do when they go and work with someone like you? Yeah. So, I mean, number one, it's kind of figuring out your root cause. I think that's really key because a lot of times when you're having pain with sex, it's not so simple. It's not like having a cold where you can be like, here's an antibiotic and you're going to be better after like three days of using it. It's kind of like there's a little bit of maybe alteration in the vaginal pH that leads to inflammation in addition to some sort of like neuromuscular reaction. So kind of like working with a specialist to kind of figure out what are your root causes. And then, you know, tailoring those, those root causes to treatments. So, you know, in my office, we do things like we can do topical creams that you can apply to the area, which people don't even realize, but like, you know, things like if it was, there was a lot of itching, we use things like chromalin cream or gabapentin cream, even using hormones like estradiol, testosterone in women is super helpful because a lot of people don't realize that there's 70% more testosterone receptors in the vulva than there are estradiol, which is a huge like medical misnomer that a lot of doctors don't even realize. And then we do things like injections. I mean, we do different types of injections. We can do Botox, we do trigger point injections. Um, and then for patients who might have issues with their bladder, because a lot of times pain with sex, especially if it's like bladder based. So after you have sex, you say, you know what? I really got to go to the bathroom. I feel like I'm not completely emptying or I got to go. I got to go. I got to go can often be due to bl- different bladder pain things like interstitial mm-hmm. cystitis. So we treat that with like specific installations and stuff. What would, There's so much what, to do. What would Botox, so Botox, because we remember we did the, it was not the vasectomy episode, but we, we were talking about Botox with the balls, scrotox, but that was more for aesthetics. Was that the but, blue ball? That was a blue, yeah, with um, Dr. Justin, Justin Dubin. Dubin, yes. Yeah, yeah, but what is... What about, he says hi, by the way. Oh, oh, <laughs> he's, he's, oh awesome. Oh, you know yeah, he is Doobie. the best. We love Dr. Doobie. Dr. Doobie. Uh, yeah, we're going to his show, I think, next month. Yes. But, um, about, so what would Botox do for a vulva owner for experiencing pain? It's such a great question. So you know how we can use Botox to like decrease wrinkles or fine lines. And some people use it for things like migraines or TMJ issues. So if you're having pain, the physiology behind it is the same as pain. Like if you were having a migraine, it basically stops the spasming of the muscles. That's the cause of the pain. So then you're able to, you know, have deeper penetration without pain after you're able to have more blood flow because the muscles are not spasming around, spasming around around the capillaries that decreases capillary blood flow. And then you're also able to decrease in patients who have some pain with like um, penetration, like right at the vestibule of the vulva, you actually decrease those pain receptors firing. So Botox is one of like the best options that we have for pain with sex because it's long lasting. So if you're using dilators or working with a physical therapist, it gives time for your pelvic floor and your pelvis to retrain so that you don't have to do it all the time. You know, Um, but it's truly not aesthetic. It's really, it's really therapeutic for patients and it works so, so, so well. And um, I don't know, I think it's a great thing to be able to do when and if you are. It's it's simple. and, And so that's great. Time for a quick break to talk about our hands down favorite lube, who also happens to be a sponsor, UberLube. UberLube is luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances intimacy, and I actually want it all over my body, y'all. I'm not joking. It's long-lasting, and it leaves my skin feeling really velvety, almost silky, and has no flavor or scent. In April, I've heard you say this, great for oral sex. 
Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they happen to have thousands of doctors and therapists in the U.S. alone recommending Uberlube to their patients for various reasons, including it feels amazing on the skin, it's highly body friendly, it's less likely to change the pH, and that vitamin E leaves the skin feeling nice and moisturized. Uberlube is not just for sex. It's for massage. You can use it for your hair frizzies, for buffing up your tattoos, and it even prevents chafing. It comes in this gorgeous glass bottle that I love. So the aesthetics are beautiful. It has this easy pump top. You're going to love it. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it shamelessly on your nightstand. Just go to uberlube.com and use discount code SHAMELESS to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by omgs.com. I've been recommending omgs to my clients for years now, and it's completely changed their lives, including that of my own. Omgs utilizes scientific research of real vulvas showing techniques to pleasure the pussy. And then they turn the research into tasteful, educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. And here's the thing. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Hey, vulva owners, want to transform your own orgasms from good to out of this world? Or vulva admirers, want to up your pussy pleasure skills? Well, you gotta check OMGS out now. OMGS studied more than 20,000 people of all ages from 18 to 95. There are three seasons, this is not a subscription service, and you don't need to download anything. There's external pleasure, internal pleasure, and a season all about sex toys. Your purchase helps fund more research, and it's an incredible gift. Go to omgs.com slash shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com slash shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. Okay, I have a two-part question. The first part is, okay, I was getting a microderm abrasion situation, and one of the doctors came in, she's local here, and knew that I had this podcast and was telling me about this machine, this new machine is called the Diva machine. I don't know if I think it's called Diva. And it's the, some kind of laser that heals the vaginal walls. And she was t- talking to me about it and I kind of researched it. And she was, she was like, it's really helping people um, that whether they have vaginal atrophy uh, or other sort of, I guess, and I shouldn't be quoting her because I don't exactly remember if those were her words. However, she said it was really helping people. Do you have anything that you know about this diva laser or there are there lasers out there that can actually benefit folks? That's the first question. And then I have another one. <laughs> So there are definite um, lasers out there that can be helpful for patients who have like thinning of the area. So um, these lasers are actually more oftentimes used in patients who are like postmenopausal because it builds up the collagen level of the of the the tissue in the area, which is great because it normalizes the pH, increases the lactobacillus, helps to prevent recurrent UTIs. The problem in theory with using that in in women who are not postmenopausal is that there's no data to support it. Do you see what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I think before we start to go down that road of something that may be more irreversible, like Botox only, like, you know, if you get it in your forehead or anywhere else, it really only lasts in your system for anywhere between three to six months. So it's not something that has a long lasting effect. It's really more of a bridge so that you can kind of heal yourself through other methods at the same time. 
So um, it really helps, like I said, with that retraining. So the only problem with the the laser is that I think there's not enough data for for patients who are not postmenopausal. Got it. That's that's really good to know. Okay, thank you. You're so smart, Doctor Sonia. Okay, <laughs> so I want to be the best lover. Uh, she does. What, what can I do to support my partner if they experience pain during sex? And that's the best question because. Number one, intimacy is so much more than just kind of like sex, right? Just like in that moment. So like whenever I have patients who come in with their partners, it's so great to be able to talk about this as a couple because there's so many things that we can do in the beginning, even just like, you know, starting by like asking a question, like, what do you like? Like a lot of times we don't discuss sex enough. So um, people that listen to your podcast, probably a little bit different, but a lot of people will walk into my office. They don't even know what sexually, what they like or what they want or what feels good for them because they just haven't tried different things. They haven't wanted to explore that part of their sexuality. So number one, like being there for your partner and saying like, well, first of all, like, let's communicate. Tell me like, is there stuff that I can be doing differently or what, what do you feel that I can kind of try to help you with? Um, I think if, if the relationship is close enough, going to the doctor's appointments with your partner is really key because oftentimes when the partner is there and I'm explaining stuff, there's like this light bulb. It's like this aha. And it's, it's kind of like when you see your partner going through it and you see the medical diagnosis, it helps to kind of like, I don't know, frame everything. And then it's like this, this partnership, you guys are together and you're going to kind of move forward. And I think it really builds intimacy because once we're able to get past that point and you're back to wanting to be intimate, there's like this closeness that's almost like gained through the process you know he's like that's um, why you have the bag of peas i didn't realize <laughs> just thought you liked there peas. were so many peas in the freezer <laughs> the next thing you know they're stocking up on peas yeah. like costco, peas costco in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> love language yeah. like see yeah. i see you <laughs> i love that well and i i like that you're you know as if you are in a partnership you're it's a team right we're if we're having sex together and my body is the one that's having some issues let's work on this together and this can apply to anything outside of vulva pain this can also be like cock issues and ass issues and all kinds of things like let's make this something that we consider together and learn about together as opposed to like okay you have a problem go figure it out and then come back to me when you're all good same thing with like yeah. menstruation and things like that you know it's like oh this is this is your deal you're all your menses and your pms you can come back to me when you're not all crazy and bleeding instead of like what do you need right now how can, can i, I go get you some tampoons yeah. from the yeah. store would you like me to hold the bag i will piece? wash your period underwear <laughs> welcome yeah i love that I think that's so, so sweet and so important. I love that. All right. So I have a juicy question for you. All right. Sex positions. So what are some of the best sexual positions if you are experiencing pain for vulva owners? So for vulva owners, there's a couple of different ones. So number one, I think being on top is one of the most comfortable sexual positions if you're in pain or discomfort for vulva owners. Why? Because you're in control. Okay. So you know exactly kind of where things are going and you're kind of guiding, you know what I mean? And that's really key. The other positions that I find are way more comfortable for my patients if they've ever experienced any type of discomfort is, I guess I call it sideline. I don't know what you guys call it. Is that wrong? Spooning? Side I don't know where you're like side, side by side, side by side. Side yeah. By side. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, because when you do 
when you're side by side, the angle of how like the penetration is actually leading into the vulva oftentimes decreases the spasming of the muscles there. Mm-hmm. So that's super helpful too. And everyone gets to be relaxed in that position. We're like, we're both laying exactly. down. <laughs> exactly. Or you could do modified missionary too, like where you put a pillow right under kind of like your butt, you know, so it lift, tilts the pelvis up a little bit, which also increases blood flow to the area. So that's mm-hmm. often another like really helpful one. The ones that we often have to work on a little bit more is like doggy style can often be a little bit more uncomfortable just simply because of that position. But um, what I always tell patients is like, start slow, start with a position that that starts to feel good. You know what I mean? Because then you kind of decrease that aversion and you, you build that kind of like trust back. Yeah. Don't go right into doggy those like two seconds in. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless your pussy's like, yes, I want that. Then, then go ahead. Yeah. And have the lube, right, exactly. have yeah. the lube next to you too. Lots of lube. Get that, get that ready. Oh, what's the thing? The O, the O nut too? Oh, nut. The bumper? Yeah, the, the bumper. The cock bumper. I think it's like O-H-N-U-T. And if, if the, if the cock is on the longer side or maybe even not on the longer side, you just want to have a bumper. So it's not going all the way in and like hitting your cervix. This can be worn on the base of the cock, right? Like, a, like right on the base. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes your cervix drops, right? Certain times of the month, like before you're going to menstruate. So at certain times, even though I feel like my partner and I really are matched with size, uh, for me, I sometimes could use one of those bumpers because it just, it can just hurt. So it's not a bad thing just to have on hand. Yeah. And also when you, if they're graded, right. So you can do one or you can do two. And then kind of, as you, as you change that up, you can see, you can get like farther in terms of depth, which is helpful. Yeah. And they're not expensive at all. So you have those up here, pleasure, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, nut. Oh, nut. <laughs> so what if... They come in cool colors, they, too. They're cute. They are. They look cute. Uh, so yeah. what if you're stuck in a rut or you're having a dry spell? Do you have tips? Because you're a doctor. So for how can people break out of this? You know, I think number one, communication is so key. Like we don't always have the same libido all of the time, right? So like, how do we know when it's actually like a medical issue that we need to kind of move forward with versus like something emotional because sex can also be this emotional attachment. So, I mean, I think communication number one is key. And then I find like a lot of patients when they're in a rut, they think that they need to like do something wildly crazy sexually to like get back into it. You know, they're like dungeon oh, time, anal fisting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never done it, but like, let's go. That's going to get me. Like, <laughs> like actually just start to like cuddle naked, start slow, start like building like that sexual intimacy in different ways. It doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, having sex in an airplane. Golden showers. Like, no, you can hold <laughs> off on We're that. We're going real extreme. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm just <laughs> filling in the blanks for you just in case you need some help. Well, I think what is it? you're saying like a super adventurous sex. We're like, okay, we're in a rut. So we need to go do something wild. Instead, you're saying like you could start with something like slow and softer and more just connected. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think that you put so much pressure on the rut often. Like we're just so like we like we can be in a rut and then it's all about that like rut. Like, oh, are we not having sex because this or that? And everything kind of gets bogged into this. And that can almost lead to a longer rut. So mm-hmm. I think it's just good to like acknowledge it. Be like, here we go. This exists. Like, what do we think this is due to? Is it more emotional? Is there any type of discomfort? Or are we just kind of like busy with life? And then kind of moving forward and each of those angles is really key. Yeah. And ruts happen. They happen to you know most people in long-term relationships. I don't know what the data is, but I feel like most people in long-term relationships, meaning a year plus, 
hit some sort of change, shift, or a rut. Maybe it's one person, maybe it's both people, maybe you're in a triad, I don't know. Um, but it's, it's the ebb and flow of relationships. And it doesn't mean that you're broken. It means that it's a time for maybe an opportunity to look for new options. So, okay, I have a question for you that I really wanted to ask. And we've asked this in past shows. Tight pussies, what do you think? Are they the, a really important thing to have? Or is it like the end all? Like, what do you think about having a nice tight pussy? I think tight pussies are not a thing. <laughs> I think... Because of the nerves and the muscles of the vagina, just like our biceps or different muscles in different bodies, like our vaginas, they can tighten up, they can loosen up a little bit, they can tighten up again, but that's not their destiny. Do you know what I mean? So like, I think it's also like, you know, this whole social construct with virginity and a tight pussy and stuff like that, which really is not a thing, you know? Mm. So to me, the best sex is with a healthy vagina that feels good for you, you know, like what feels good for you and, and kind of how much sex you want to be having at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we've had pelvic floor specialists on the show before, and there are, there's such a thing as you were talking about muscle spasms, where it's painful because your, your vaginal walls, those muscles are just constantly spasming and, and constricting. So that can lead to painful sex, which is why seeing a doctor like yourself is really important because you might have a super fucking tight pussy. It might be really uncomfortable for you when you're having sex. And that's because your pussy's so tight. I'm not saying too tight, just said so tight. So it's good to like know those things because we're always taught, do your kegels, do your kegels, wear, wear some kegel balls, uh, always do your kegels again and again and again. Doing them right now. And, right. And <laughs> instead it's like, Hey, yo, maybe check it out. If you're having painful sex, go see Dr. Sonia or a doctor in your area. And uh, well, we have to close the show, which is always sad for me because you seem like a, you could be my dear friend. <laughs> Let's be BFFs. <laughs> Last thing. Can I say one more thing about, Oh people? yes. Because I think Kegels have the best PR agent because Kegels are not like everything. Do you know what I mean? Like Kegels have some really good PR because everyone's like, oh, if I Kegel, I'm going to be tighter and everything's going to feel better. But for patients who have pain, I mean, Kegels can be the worst. So like, you know, like kind of I like that point that you said, but it's really important to kind of think about that when you're doing your Kegels because maybe you don't need to do Kegels. Kegels. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but maybe exactly. well, there's the relaxing. There was like the well, bearing okay. down. Bearing down. Right. Yeah. For some people, you're just naturally so tight. Like right now, now I'm bearing down everyone. It's like I'm trying Is to push. Jenny Putt? Yeah, we've had Jenny Putt talk right. about multiple pelvic floor specials or um, Sharatanda too. Yeah. It was, and it was like, you know, everyone thinks, okay, yeah, tighten, tighten if, I, if I'm having issues or if I feel like my pussy's too loose. But instead, a lot of people don't know how to fully let go and relax. And I'm sure you see this in your office. People come in and, and they're like, oh yeah, I do all my Kegels. And you're like, yeah, but do you also do the opposite where you're like relaxing <laughs> and letting go? Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Glad. Sorry. Yeah, I, no, I love that. Interested. I think it's, I like, I like what you said, but Kegels have really good PR. <laughs> they do for no reason. I'm like, damn, I need to get on that board. Yeah. Who's your agent? The doctor. It's a doctor, right? He, he a man, Some dude, he was a doctor. <laughs> right. Uh, and some people say Kegels. Some Kegel, people Kegel. say Kegel, just like process. Uh, plethora. Uh, plethora. Uh, there's or a plethora. plethora. Yes. Plethora. <laughs> so how can people find you? You also have a book, I believe that's out or coming out. You'll have to tell us more. If they want to work with you, find you, please share. 
Yeah, thank you. I'm based out of New York City in the Upper East Side, but you can visit my website, which is pelvicpaindoc.com. And then, yeah, I have a book, both an ebook and a book that you can find on Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, which is Dr. Sonia's Guide to Navigating Pelvic Pain, but it talks a lot about sex in there. So if you're interested, take a peek. Perfect. Do you have any socials if people want to stalk oh, yeah. you on the, the, the yeah. social world? <laughs> yeah, I forget about socials all the time, although that's like your new business card, right? Um, yeah. On Instagram at Pelvic Pain I'm on Twitter at Dr. Sonia Bolani, and I'm on Facebook at Pelvic Pain Doc too, um, and TikTok. All right, yeah. everywhere, and that's just how it is now. Well, it's great because yeah, people is. get a feel for you on the podcast. We also have this video version, everyone on YouTube. We put clips on our Instagram, uh, our TikTok, so you get a, and it's and like you were saying, it's important to get a feel for the person you're going to work with, um, and then they can go check out your social media. So everyone, go check it out go and check it out. We'll say it now, except that we're gonna, but don't leave everyone, don't leave. Because... Well, yes, the show is not over yet, and <laughs> you have to stay tuned because we're gonna talk about a podcast that's in our podcast network that is fucking hilarious and awesome. we love it so much and we need to share this with you and before that just one invitation to all of you all please go and rate us on spotify you have to listen to an episode and then you can rate us uh and you don't even need to write a review you just give us the stars and then on itunes as well because it helps people find this information this is a free resource for everyone it helps people find dr sonia and all of the incredible experts and doctors and i almost always say lawyers for some reason but we I don't think we, we've had a, one lawyer, maybe two on the show, but, there, but that's not important. There's a ton of information for you all and it is free. And the reason it's free is because of the sponsors that we carefully choose. Mm -hmm. So if you do fast forward through those ads, I know I'm guilty sometimes on other podcast shows, but check them out sometime and buy the stuff because you get a good deal. Uh, we hand select every single one just for you because we believe in what they produce or make or offer. So mm -hmm. that's my invitation. I lied. It was two, but Hey, Hey. Amy's going to tell you about this teaser. We're uh, pleasing you with a teaser. The teaser, the pleaser, the shocker, the spocker, the, the showstopper. Yeah. All the fun <laughs> things. As long as it feels good for your pussy um, or cock or ass or and whatever you're rocking. Dr. Sonia, I yes. didn't thank you. So thank gratitude. You so thank Dr. you. Sonia. Really. Yes, we love our guests and we also love our podcast network, the Pleasure Podcast Network. There's a number of really awesome sex positive podcasts within the network. Shout out to Cam and actually Cam, who runs the Pleasure Podcast Network. This is the episode that we're featuring is his podcast with his mom called Sex Talk with My Mom. They are wonderful. They are hilarious. You learn some things and you're going to laugh your ass off because they're just funny. Um, he's literally just talking to his mom about sex all the time and she definitely embarrasses him. And oh, she's a um, self-proclaimed cougar. Yes, she's yeah. a cougar. She's so funny yeah. too. They're both hilarious and yeah. they're like a family to us. So oh, we, we love, love them. Yeah, we love Pleasure Podcast Network. We love Sex Talk with My Mom. So stay tuned for this very quick sizzler clip of Sex Talk with My Mom. Mom, what does bad cum taste like? You know when you accidentally burp and you have something come back up from the earlier in the day? Yeah. That's what it tastes like, okay? Oh, no. We host a podcast called Sex Talk with My Mom. It's not sex with my mom. It's sex talk with my mom. No, you one, thought, no one thought it was sex with my mom. Just a mom and a son chit-chatting about sex. Not just sex, uncomfortable conversations. Our goal is to make the uncomfortable comfortable. Here are some clips from our show. What I would prefer is like a very intimate connection. I, I would oh prefer fucking God. phone sex or some or Why video sex. Why don't you go sex. watch the notebook and get off? If you look at the picture in a certain angle, it looks like I have like a bulge in my underwear pussy area. <laughs> you want to have? You're very opinionated. You want to have weed sex? I don't care. Are you talking about this stuff with your mom? Is so weird. That's why we do this. 
check out Sex Talk with My Mom. Wherever you listen to podcasts and also on TikTok, Instagram, okay. and YouTube. Mom, check out Sex Talk with My Mom. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.